0: Real quick, everyone, before we get into the interview, I wanted to let you know that Tile Money in combination with Tile Nation will be having its own booth this year at the International Surfaces event. That's in Las Vegas, Nevada, February 1, 2, and 3, February 1st through the 3rd. We will also have a networking event, a cocktail happy hour at the House of Blues uh, on the 1st, the evening of the first day of the show that you do not want to miss. We throw great parties. Come to Tice this February if you're planning on attending. Be sure to swing by our booth. You can watch live podcasts. You can hang out in our lounge area. You can uh, join the conversation. and Be part of a live podcast by giving a comment. Um, Check us out. We're going to have a happy hour on the second night right there inside the booth around 3 o'clock. You can go over to thetilenation.com. To reserve your spot, thetilednation.com. Hello, tile friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. My name is Luke Miller, your host, and my mission with this podcast is to strengthen the tile industry. We are doing this with our business education designed for contractors by contractors. This education is assisting tile contractors around the world to build sustainable, profitable businesses. The result is a stronger industry from the installer up. That's right. Start with the contractors. They're the backbone of the industry. Today we've got another discussion lined up for you, another great interview with Shauna Bouchard. Shauna has worked in the marketing industry for over 20 years, so she had a lot of valuable content to share. She currently works for GoBoard, and she shared a lot of uh, secrets into social media and marketing world uh, for business owners, valuable information if you're a business owner and you want to get your name out there. She also shared a bit of her history, which I truly appreciated getting to know her more. And I know you're going to enjoy this episode as well. Before we bring her on, though, I would like to thank the sponsors of the show. The NTCA is is our first sponsor. The National Tile Contractors Association can be your most valuable resource as a tile contractor. They are the oldest and the largest association for tile contractors. Congratulations on 75 years, NTCA this year. They can answer any question that you might have, whether you're looking for a solution to a complicated problem in the field or an introduction to someone uh, with a specific knowledge. Whatever the case might be, the NTCA has your back and has the knowledge you need. The members I meet are some of the most profitable and professional tile contractors I've met ever. Join for the community. You can talk to Jim Olson today to learn more about what the NTCA can offer you and your business. Laticrete International, Laticrete is one of the leading innovators in the tile installation materials world. They go back to literally inventing thinset and winning the World Trade Center contract for providing that lightweight building solution. So that we could build, the United States could build the world's tallest buildings at the time. A family-run, privately-held company with family values that you can feel, whether you're talking to the reps or all the way up to the family members who are still working in the business. I truly appreciate Later Creek. They provide everything you need to install tile from waterproofing to the grout and silicone. GoBoard. GoBoard is our third sponsor, our partner, our industry partner. That is an innovative tile backer board manufactured by Johns Manville. Discover the possibilities with this easy-to-cut and handle waterproof product. It's very lightweight, yet very durable. Carry a bunch of boards up with you in one trip. Seal those joints and fastener penetrations using GoBoard Pro Sealant to achieve ANSI A118.1 compliant installations. GoBoard Pro Sealant is now available in large 20-ounce sausage packs. Ask your distributor to bring them in. Learn more at jam.com slash go board. HappyTileGuy.com is a business I am a partner in. HappyTileGuy.com is where tile contractors are getting professional websites, fully search engine optimized for lead generations. That is your online hub for your business. All right, without further ado, let's hear what Shauna had to say. All right, Shauna. Well, thanks again for agreeing to be on the Tile Money podcast. Hey, uh, Yeah, thank you. We, I appreciate, personally, I appreciate all the support you've given me behind the scenes. We've had a lot of powwows uh, about, you know, social media, marketing, and, and that whole nine yards because that is your specialty. But for my audience, those who don't know you, please give us an overview of who you are and, and your professional background
1: i um, Shauna Bouchard, um, and I'm a senior marketing specialist for Johns Manville. Uh, we're a Berkshire Hathaway company, and uh, I manage the GoBoard tile backer board product line. Um, and, gee, a little bit about my professional background. I did some math uh, leading up to this interview, and I think it's 22 years I've been in information systems uh, from junior programming all now up to, uh, you know, marketing a product. So, uh, that's just kind of in a nutshell, um, the more you think about 22 years, you could just, you could go on and on and on. Um, yeah, so, cause, so right yeah. when you were getting in, it would have been
0: like 99, 2000, um, I feel like there was a lot going on in the market. Y two K, yeah, like, that's right. I, You know, I got into it just
1: before Y two K, and uh, you know, as Gen Gen X, we were learning computers K through twelve. You know, we had some special comp sci classes, but it wasn't as prevalent to learn technology. You know, we were like we still had typewriters we were typing on, right? That was typing mm-hmm. class. So ninety nine, um, and that you know. You know, turn your computers off. Y two K starts. You know, and I feel like that's kind of where things started. Um, started me on this professional path. A few twists and turns here and there, like anybody else. Uh, but now um, landed in. You know, it just kind of led to marketing, right? Information mm-hmm. yeah. systems, hardware, software, graphic design, visual arts, that kind of thing. So kind of like a technical side of my brain and then a creative side of the brain come together for me now twenty two years later. So yeah, no all those years
0: of experience is is brilliant. Um first of all so much has happened, right? So when we look at it twenty two years later, it's 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 almost really difficult to, you know, quantify and understand, you know, what happened and, and why. Um but really what's cool about this podcast episode is we're gonna, kinda kinda dig into the philosophy and, and more of the lines of almost like predicting where social media is headed, where it's came from, and and how it's evolved. So I'm excited to have you somebody of your experience uh, and knowledge here today, because I I know this is going to be very, very beneficial for the audience. Um, Because marketing, it's one of those things that if a con if a business owner does not pay attention to it and pay attention to the trends. You know they're going to find themselves, you know, left, you know, wondering what happened.
1: Well, yeah, you kind of you start spinning your wheels. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, and as someone who has, like, I've I've had LLCs in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, a fa- my family had a business, um, and I worked for them. You know, and just kind of seeing if you if you aren't paying attention, um, and kind of. You know, you have that five-year strategy, the two-year, three-year strategy, Mm -hmm. you know, even six months ahead. Um, If you're not paying attention, and that's marketing, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just all the pretty stuff. It's paying attention to the market um, and seeing what's coming in, what's going out, what's popular, what's not, what tools people are using. So if you get, if you, you focus on, and it's easy to do, you focus on your job. Those tools, like we discussed, you know, talked to earlier or yesterday, uh, those tools that you use, you start focusing on those, right? Right. And and you become very good at those. But then there's like a technology is so swift. There's ten more tools they're throwing at you, right? Yeah. And one, you know, and and it takes time to evaluate those things. Um, is this tool, like, if I move from this tool to that tool,
2: hmm.
1: uh, am I going to be able to do the same things, right? So kind of a migration. Um, but technology is swift and it's real easy to get in a situation where you start spinning your wheels you don't know what to do because there's so much available yeah um and yeah so uh you know yeah this is a what good
2: what do you do this, right yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and we'll dig into this a little later on all the the variety and the number of tools and kind of the thought process that would go into a contractor business of choosing the right tool, right? B- because if you're, if you're spinning your wheels like you're saying, and this is a perfect analogy because you could be on uh, a dozen platforms, really, or let's just say three platforms, but they're the three wrong. And you're ignoring these other three, and they might be the three right platforms for a tile contractor, you know, again, like you said, yeah. spinning your wheels out there, spinning your wheels. it might be fun,
1: but you can't it... <laughs> figure out why it's not working, yeah, you know, yeah. um, but again, those different tools offer different things. So mm. uh, you might hit, hit the ball out of the park on one platform and then there's five other that, that you just can't figure out and myself included like Twitter for me. From the Go Board perspective, I'm like, I think someone who's better at Twitter, you know, can absolutely help me with Twitter. Right. Uh, It's just we're not, you know, we don't find the traffic there compared to other Mm -hmm. platforms. So not that, you know, and you stick with what's good, right? Right. And also what you can manage because you could start spinning your wheels in in the opposite direction where you have way too many things to do and you could – could stand to prune some of those some of those platforms the ones that are low performing so you know but you know as a i don't know if anyone else is like me where you just you want to know all of it and you want to experiment with all of it and see how it works um and see if it's useful and you kind of get bummed out when it's not right because uh, you know, 22 years ago, technology kind of came into my life, and it, it's become I eat, sleep, breathe this stuff. Um, and if it if something doesn't work and you really want it to work, right? Yeah. And I think, um, TikTok, for example, you know, there's this debate which we we get into debates, um, you know, either way, however people feel. And I'm gonna I'll avoid those types of debates, sure, sure, um, because. From the technology, just the essence of the technology, you want it to work, mm. right? Because um, y- you just want to see something new, something exciting, something that's a little bit, you know, kind of like upgrade our user experience, right? Um, and in learning and connecting and marketing products and, you yeah. know, the whole aspect of being a human being and being social creatures, you want those those softwares to work, Um and I know we'll touch on it later um, as we talk a little yeah. bit about TikTok. Um, I, I, I'm excited to talk about this stuff. I don't know if you can tell. No, no, no. And I'm <laughs> I'm excited also. Um,
0: <laughs> and one of the one of the reasons our partnership is so beautiful is, you know, I was really excited when I was getting to know you earlier this year and, and kind of your role there. And it's been a crazy hectic year for everybody. I know we've been putting this off a little bit. Um, and, but here, but I think it's, it, it worked out beautiful because one of the things about go board is although it's a large company, it's kind of a very small company inside a very large company, John's manville. And so, This is curious to me or uh, interesting to me because, you know, tile contractors are small businesses. So the way you approach marketing and promoting and social media for GoBoard, I feel is very close to a way the way a contractor would want to. And that's what's so exciting about today's conversation. Also, I'm I'm pumped also.
1: Yeah, you know, and oddly enough, I have a small business background Mm -hmm. as well. Right. So it's a good fit for me. Um, being plugged into a larger company, right? Yeah. So uh, the difference, I, th- I think, for GoBoard within John's Mandel, because we have, we have, you know, three big divisions, right? And we mm-hmm. do, you know, we don't just do tile backer board. We do, and anyone that's familiar with the company, um, we do insulation, we do commercial roofing products. Um, we have an engineered products division that does. Um, raw materials like we're into a lot of things Um, and tile contractors and you know maybe general contractors you know home builders and they're going to see us um, as go board first Mm -hmm. right so that we're out there as go board and um, a lot of people don't know who's behind us right who's got our backs and so um, and that's one of the things, uh, and again, I'm excited to talk about this too, because, um, the company I work for is f- fantastic. Like uh, over the last couple years, we've seen you know, just crazy stuff in the market, right? Pandemic, et cetera. Right. And, and then you watch, um, people worried about jobs and, and, um, how they're going to put food on the table you know what is is my is my like a, a contractor is this going to stunt my business am I going to have to figure out what else to do how am I right. going to pivot right um and I just coming John's Manville took care of us right and and so the communication is really good even to us just as tilebacker product within an innovation group so yeah. we're we're still considered like a baby product to right to John's Manville at large and I'm like no, well, we're at least like in junior high right, least right. right now. You know, in the maturity scale of a product, um, and I think uh, that's it's nice to be that that product that everyone wants to see do well, and then um, you know have that backing and not have to worry like if because you know we're we're small business within a big business, but right. but we don't also have a lot of the small business problems or risks right so um and that coming from a business that had larger risks than go board or john's van or um it, you can see where one one mistake or if you didn't quite get that you know get your promo right or something right that just kind of gets that revenue to keep coming in like it's scary yeah, yeah. like your whole like your whole you know the whole thing could change. You know, and then next thing you know, you're like, "Well, okay, that that didn't work out, and I was wasn't large enough to, you know, absorb whatever came my way." Yeah. And you know, but how does a small business like know what's coming? Yeah. What yeah. They can prepare, um, and I think that's you know, paying attention is hard to do when you're so busy. Right, yeah, so all cool. those extra yeah. things. So GoBoard small. Um, I mean, I don't think we're small. I think we're pretty big. Sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> that's just me, right. Yeah, that's we're integral of my product. Right? right. So we're we're bigger than that um, compared to our big brothers and sisters downtown and those products. Um, well, and also you can tap into that experience too. Right. As a marketer, as a marketer for GoBoard, I have a whole. You know, I have like three divisions worth of marketing teams that I can, I can collab with and talk to and ask questions and learn from them and they learn from me. So uh, I'm pretty happy where I'm at. And I, uh, they, you know, Johns Manville takes care of us. Um, We're people, we're a people company. It's one of the four P's in our Mm -hmm. people protect. Um, So, uh, yeah, we're. I We're love good. it. Yeah. I love it. So, so it's what hard, you know, it's like w- when you say you're happy, right? You're mm. just you're happy. Yeah, you can't, um, can't hide how happy you well, are. Well,
0: the, the smile, yeah, the smile doesn't lie, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, what? Uh, so, what? What does some of your day-to-day activities look like for GoBoard? You know, when you're, because because you're overwhelmed also, right? Like there is a million different sort. You know, not only is there all the social media platforms and choosing them, but then there's a million different experts telling you go this way, go that way. So kind of like, what? How do you decipher that? And what does your activities look like day to day? How do you how do you not get too sidetracked?
1: Um, I'm, so to get to answer that question about not getting sidetracked, uh, you have to you kind of have to have that goal, you know, firmly like, and that goal, um, the goal is growth, right? Yeah. So, and that's that's a scary prospect, growth. Right. Especially when you're, you're chartered to grow quick and fast and big. Right. Um, and so when you keep the goal in your, you know, the front lens of your eyes, right. That's your goal. Um, and you wake up every day Well, I wake up every. this is what I do. Uh, literally I get my coffee and like, and this might, this, this also could be, you know, lead to some debates, about, you know, crumbling of society and whatever, like what first thing I do is I get my cup of coffee and I'm, I'm like catching up on what's going on in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that, this motion, right. So I get my, my finger exercises in while I'm drinking coffee and I, and that gives me a good overview of what my day is going to look like from a personal perspective and a business perspective. Um, And then I get ready for work check the inbox you know um see what those daily tasks are um and rem- remembering you know you prioritize those ones that that get you to your goal mm-hmm. you know um and you execute on those um because there's a lot coming into the inbox from and that's marketing too their inbound communication from you know from the inboxes across all of social media platforms that you're involved in uh your email inbox uh phone calls voicemails you know like what did we do before social media just added to the communications and the things right mm-hmm. um and then uh you know we we have our we have our meetings check our pulse we have a pulse meeting check our pulse see you know, go around the table, who's working on what, what worked, what didn't work, you know? So we, it's a good barometer of what's going on in the team. Um, and not just my team, but also the innovation group, we have different new business teams. So we get to learn a little bit from those teams that are coming in a completely different market. Um, and then, uh, you know, then it's like, uh, all of this course is, you know, your goal, what's your goal and and then where does that so what's the goal about right the goal is about the people that we service mm-hmm. you know our customers right yeah and so um also coming from a customer service background because i wasn't always you know the corporate right power sleep person i worked behind the customer service counter nice. Um, nice in junior junior jobs and um high school and college so uh, knowing what the customer goes through, well, we know what about customer service jobs, right? And tile contractors know how what customer service is like. Sometimes it's like, wait, where are these people coming from Mars? Right? So you're wow. like, so it's tough, right? You you're you empathize with your customer, and then you you're managing those issues to make their customer experience, you know, perfect, right? Because you want to get those gold stars, and um, and that's been blended really
0: intertwined with marketing. I mean, you know, I would. I, I mean, man, to put a number or a percentage on what percentage of your, you know, day to day activities is customer service and marketing is probably really difficult. Because I see you in inside all the Facebook groups. Answering questions, um, you know, introducing people to the product, but also an- answering questions that they have in the field. Sometimes in real time. I mean, it's not a phone call
1: anymore. It's a it's
0: a post, right?
1: Well, and the benefit of that too is you're in on that platform. And you're right, customer service. I call it social customer service. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure that's not. I I, I could have coined that term now. I don't. I doubt it. I'm sure there's been other mentions of it. Uh, but it's a social customer service. Uh, that's an inbox. It's a direct connect to your customer. And quite, like, I'm more comfortable. I I, I feel like social media inbox mm-hmm. communication, um, that as you could call your customer service, you can email your customer service but you can also follow the company that you're you're buying products from you're getting those updates right. on product news and things like that and also you just go to their page you click message right right in fact the platform's entice you to message you know a little pop up if you're mm-hmm. on desktop pops up would you like to message uh, goboard right yeah. yeah heck yeah i want to message goboard i want to tell them how much i itch <laughs> right so but you know that's it's a convenient way to handle customer service.
0: It is, and-, and it feels good on the other end. I will take this um, StreamYard for instance. The other day I was having a real-time problem. They have a little uh, having issues box. I've been with this uh, StreamYard for almost 2 years and they didn't, you know, they're growing, they're new and they didn't used to it used to take them like, you know, 12 24 hours. So I was like, ah, they probably won't answer me. Within minutes somebody was answering me working my way through the prom. So, I mean, that's a slightly different scenario, but it it really is the same. And and contractors are experiencing this also. Contractors are in the field, you know, whether it's like a Google review, a a Yelp review, or, you know, like you said, the little pop-up on their, their Facebook page or whatever, you know, they need to be in tune to, this is how your potential clients are wanting to reach out to you now. This is what we've all been trained to do. So, it, mm-hmm. It's so
1: intertwined. It's it's pretty incredible. It is, and it's convenient too. I think that's you know, and this is this that's the light side of things, right? Yeah. The, the pluses, the pros and cons, and I and I know we'll talk about social media from a moral perspective, right? Is it good? Sure. Is it bad? Is it? Um, but it's a tool, right? Um, so the convenience of it. Uh, I think both from my perspective and also if you're active in these areas anyway, um, isn't it nice? And it's kind of, it's like that, you might not get answered like within seconds, Mm -hmm. right. But if it's an hour, if it's, you know um, know, you're, you're servicing folks like directly and it's convenient for them and it's personal too Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of ways because Like you go say for Facebook, for example, you're logging in, you have as a contract, you know, professional contractor, you know, that has a Facebook business page. Um, you can log into your business page and kind of simultaneously, you know, surf the web. Uh, No one says that anymore. right? Right. Because you're not really surfing the web anymore. You're surfing Facebook. Right. Um, so you, you can kind of do, you can multitask, you have your personal stuff, you have, you can kind of, it's all right there. Sure. It's like a dashboard, Yeah, you know, um, and it's convenient. And that's not to say that we aren't still getting messages to, you know, whatever, you know, contact box or, you know, message or call. John's Manville, um, has, does not have a chat feature. on the website. But that but again, we you know we've discussed that internally. Do we need a chat feature? What does that look like? Um I can tell you if you open a chat feature, people are gonna use it. Like it's it's not like it won't go, but it's how how much are they gonna use it? Mm -hmm. And really where what are you doing? Um it's could also be another thing to manage, right? Right. So you have this other line of communication um and now you're now you have ten tasks instead of nine tasks.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so you open and you might be getting that same that same level of communication on all of them, or you know, one's more heavy than the other. Um, and you, from the perspective of technology, I think uh, wouldn't it be nice if you just had one dashboard? Right. <laughs> you know, it told you everything you needed to know just in one page. Yeah. And yeah. you could re- But that's not possible. Well, right? what
0: I, you know, it, yeah, it does sound <laughs> nice. But again, it would get pretty busy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, it would be. Well, and then that's too if it's just one dashboard is like one world order. Right. right. <laughs> One company's got the dashboard. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the goal for a lot of social media, just to have that platform that everyone's on. Oh, it's so um, it's and so they funny. never leave and, and they're there forever, right?
0: I uh, <laughs> I remember Facebook when it first came out and I was I was a I was a resistor for a long time. I was I, I mean I really prided myself on being an analog man. I had a flip phone <laughs> up until, you know, just shortly before the podcast launched. You know, it's like...
1: Oh, yeah. Analog uh, versus digital. is It's like mud versus phone. Right. Analog versus digital. Yeah.
0: But it's funny because I remember Mark Zuckerberg saying, you know, Facebook is going to be the new internet. And I remember thinking, this guy is completely off his... You know, he is just nuts. Well, uh in 2021, he doesn't look so crazy. And now you kind of see what he saw way back then, you know, whatever it was, 98, 99 or... Now nah, it was like 2010.
1: Really, it's yeah. Facebook's only what 15 years old. So, face my first Facebook account, and I've had I've gone like I've gone on, gone off, like deactivated accounts here and there. Sure, um, I think a lot of people are afraid to do that, but it's always going to be there when you get back. It's <laughs> right. not going anywhere. <laughs> right, <laughs> you right. Know? You can log back in later, yeah, and yeah. um. Yeah, 2006 Mm -hmm. was when I had my first, and that was still when it was EDU, Mm. when it was still, you needed an invite, and and the universities had, you know, it was offered to the universities as a tool. Okay. Um, And so at that time, um, a lot of, you know, well, you get the university student trials and things like that, the softwares you could try um and to me like okay i thought wow this is cool let's see what this is um prior to that you know like 99 through that point i was a you know i started as a junior programmer um while going to school to learn the well let's say the proper well, i was a left-handed programmer mm-hmm. um there's a that's what my professor called me okay. cuz i was self-taught okay and Uh, I came from the open source communities, which were, which are kind of, when you, when you're, you have the open source communities, you have a lot of developers working on things. You have a lot of ideas, a lot. It's like a, you know, summit kind Mm -hmm. of, on um, application programming. So you get a lot of ideas. You can learn, you know, uh, a lot. So that's what I did is I learned, I taught myself. Wow. Um, and then, you know, you listen to everybody say, well, you need a formal education in that to get anywhere. Do you know? Look at you now. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? Uh, so I I went, went back to school uh-huh. and, okay, I'm going to do this for real. Right,
0: right, right quote unquote.
1: And yeah. my programming professor, of course, you know, he took me aside. I was not quite his peer, like peer age, but... Um, I was definitely one of the more serious students at the junior college I went to. And so I could talk to my professors as a peer, almost, you know, a younger yeah. peer. And he said, you know, you're going to want to do something else. <laughs> you know, it's like, wait a minute. First, I'm being like, I'm being told I need to do this for real. And now, you're, now that I'm here learning this, you're telling me to. To go in a completely different direction, mm-hmm. and and I'm you know I'm working my way through school, like I'm working, yeah, full time, yeah, raising kids and going to school and trying to and like which way do I go, yeah. right? And that kind of goes back to the spinning your wheels. Um, I appreciated that insight, you know, even though it took me like to I digested it, it took me a while to digest that because that's like. Wait, you just blew my whole plan, dude. Right. Right. And who are you? You're, you know, I'm a, just a left hand, and I would get picked on for left handed programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, you know, um, the Unix world and the Microsoft world, mm-hmm. um, and Unix was more open, and Microsoft, of course, they're more closed. You know why? It's all intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Got to keep it down, locked down, right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what do I do then? Right? Holy crap. Well, maybe I should be a network engineer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I started, you know, he said you're going to want to you're going to want to be able to put your hands on something. Mm-hmm. Hands-on is going to keep you in a job. And this is again, this is back in 2006, right? This is kind of at the I don't know, they call it the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. You know, things were moving around and Sure. People are learning new skills because, man, you know, that whole thing. Um, Okay, well, I have to put my hands, and that's good advice to this day, right? As things move around, you have to be able to put your hands on it. If you can touch it, um, you can keep your job Mm -hmm. was the message to me. And so I related that anywhere there's a building that had a network Mm -hmm. that required information systems to operate was where – you know, my job would be secure. Yeah, And so, you know, I, I think I took that as like the the, the high-level view um, of what my new goal was, right? Yeah. And goals, you know, you have that goal. It's in front of your – and then your goal might change based on new information. Sure, sure. And I didn't know, right? So these are the things I didn't know. Um, again, that experience, learn to tap in to keep, keep aware of what's going on around you listen to people that um are seeing things from a different perspective Mm. um who have some knowledge on in this area or that area uh so information systems it was and that was a very large field like you could do anything really um and also like that creative side of my brain kept self-learning right so i was still even though i was formally learning things um subnet math like i always hate like i was okay with in math mm-hmm. in school but i hated taking math classes like oh god i have to take another level of math Ugh. and now i'm now i'm doing subnet math to learn how to wow. segment those information superhighways to different servers and um but i'm not a network engineer luke right right i didn't end up as a, as a network engineer. no you didn't you did not <laughs> So, there's more to the story, right? Um, I, how did I get here, right? I mean, yeah. it's a long story. It's 22 years of this and that. So, information systems, but social media is another information system. It's, you know, it's a, you can disperse information on it, you can receive information on mm-hmm. it. Um, so, day to mo- day, I think um, I'm doing some presentations internally too on social media too. So, and it, and John's Manville being as old as it is, I think it's like 164. Like, you know how old people are about right. new technology. Like, right. I like that, right. I still love my rotary phone. And by old, so, you mean like me, like 38. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'm getting to that point. I, we talked about television remotes. I can't right. figure these right. out. Right. You know, like, and I know this stuff. I know how the. The ones and zeros make their way across motherboards, but I can't figure out how to navigate a smart TV. Yeah. <laughs> um so there the interest in social media is huge right now. It is. And play? I
0: love I, I love that, you know, you know, of course you were told you gotta go back to college, but really what what the, what the key ingredient really was, and I think what put you where you are today is the fact that you, you remained in it and you kept you know, kept informing yourself and staying on top, which is what every contractor can and should be doing, right?
1: Right, education. Yeah. You, like you're going to learn all the education available on setting tile. Right. Right, in, a, in addition to needing the education and running a business. And when you're working for someone else, you can focus Mm -hmm. a little better on a certain skill set that helps the greater business. Right. But when you're a business owner, you really have to level up very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I have family that runs businesses, um, and watching that like the level of education, like the, the education has to come more quickly, right? You don't have four years to go, or no, six years no. to figure out one thing.
0: You can't pause your business to go you, to, you, to marketing school. No.
1: No, because I mean they're not gonna give you electricity for free. They're right, not gonna give right. you gas for free. You're you're gonna have to, you know, you have to buy those things, right? Yeah, no to one my gives you that. Yeah. Right. But you can get education for free. Sure. Isn't that interesting? Um, where education has become more freely available, and there's debate about how credited certain education is. Right. And that's fine. Right. I've, I've, I've gone to accredited universities for an education may not be like the full, you know, but I've been certif I have a certificate from accredited education and also a certain, you know, a printout certificate from, from a, you know, grassroots type education.
0: Yeah. Um, And I'm sure you you value both of them.
1: For, for certain sure, sure um and I think it's uh even it, especially if you're if you know that for purchase education isn't available to you mm-hmm. right or you or the schedule right um, isn't it's not it's not flexible enough yeah right you see a rise in the edus online mm-hmm. um, major universities huge universities yeah. like yeah top universities opening up uh their you know halls to online students yeah and i don't know even i think when you're learning something you never learn the whole thing all at once yeah yeah and so you have to go back uh the key is keep learning keep swimming you know keep learning Whatever it is. Even if it does, if you don't think it doesn't, it it may not apply. Yeah. But you want to learn it.
0: Yeah. And I I think it's good, you know, for, for business owners to, you know, understand. You know, the nuts and bolts and kind of the overview of how something a platform works and, and how it might be beneficial. But again, you know, we talk about the overwhelming of, you know, a d- couple dozen platforms that might be useful. So what kind of advice would you give a contractor to choosing the right one, two or three platforms that are really going to allow them to, you know, do the customer service, do the marketing, really everything that we've been talking about to this point? How would somebody choose a platform for a contractor business?
1: So, you look at you can you can take this two approaches. I think you can try all of them yourself, mm-hmm. test them out, kind of put it out there, sure, um, tinker with it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then kind of delve into learning how to use it. There's guides out there. For every platform, how to use it. Yeah. Um, listen to what's working for other people as well. Like, is it working for? Who is it working for? Is it working for this person?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if it works, that's social proof. It's working for them. You know, I, I can try it for myself. Um, where Where it gets a little more difficult is why is it working for this person and not working for me? Hmm yeah and I think that's where um you mean i don't I'm not quite sure how to answer that other than quality of content, you know from the marketing perspective, it's quality of content yeah it's an, that's an
0: interesting question
1: so when you and then but that's also that light bulb over your head if if it's not working for me, and it's the quality of the content right yeah. Um, how I that means I have to do more work, or I can say, All right, maybe I just don't need to try this platform, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and it's okay to do that as well, I think. If you're, um, if you're, I don't know, if you see a huge impact in the bottom line, like how much money you're bringing home, yeah, I'd say you're doing all right, right? That's the goal, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, the whole goal for business is revenue.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and if it's the revenues coming in, it's working. Yeah. Uh, and here the thing is, is you can dig into all sorts of data related to these platforms and you can, you can say, okay, it's working for me because I have 1 million followers, right? Well, clearly, that's a big pool that you can find some success in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in one, uh, one small business I worked for, we called that digging for gold. Yeah. Right. So your hill needs to be bigger. Gold could be big, could be small, could be that little flake gold. Right. Yeah. Um, so depend what kind of gold is in there though. Right, right. Right. Or you could have a pile of dirt with this much gold. Could be fool's gold. <laughs> even even worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's like a fool's club, like fan club, fool's gold fan <laughs> club somewhere because they just can't, you know, they're in denial, right? Well, they
0: value it. They value <laughs> it's it. It's just
1: as good. It's yeah. shiny, right? <laughs> um, and then you can look at like a smaller number or more um, engaged group that's mm. a smaller number and that's going to get you more mileage, right? There's more gold there. Yeah. Not a lot of dirt on top of it, so um, that's kind of how I think of things. You can dig into all sorts of the analytics and data and stuff, and I did that. Like it did. Like here's where I go back to that. Why can't there just be one dashboard? Well, I you have to build your dashboard when you're tracking um, all of these numbers, all this math. What's mm-hmm. all this math that has to do with social media? Um, you can dig into those, and you're like, okay, well they're engaged, but people can also be engaged with content and just not, not spendy. Right. So there's that too, that level of it. Um, and tracking those tracking the numbers is like, what does that mean at the end of the day? What is that data telling me? Um, and data, depending on how you set it up can tell you different things. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you gotta make sure you have the, uh, in statistics, there's, um, An indication that your your algorithm is um, most mostly effective or mostly true, mostly works, right? Um, And I think if you see those monies coming in, you're doing something right, obviously. And then you and then you can take time to figure out what it is. Yeah. Well, is the administrative cost of running Twitter? Say me, for example, Twitter. Love Twitter. Yeah, I love Twitter, but just, just I can't figure it out. Right. At least like, or I'm not spent. I'm not devoting enough time to it. Right. Yeah. To figure it out to get it to work for what I need it to work. Um. Or my audience isn't there. That's what I was going to say. And this is a perfect example of earlier.
0: You said figure out. You know, you can look at what's working for others, and then we talked about the gold analogy, which is perfect for social media because. Oftentimes, you could be scrolling and be like, oh, it's, you know, this platform, there it's working for this person. Well, is it really? You need to dig a little further, maybe open up a conversation because even though they might have a million plat, uh, a million followers, are any of those follower, followers uh, resulting in, in a job? Are any of those followers resulting in work? It could be yes, it could be no, it could be, you know you know, maybe the possibilities there, but it it hasn't yet. You know, there's all these questions. So don't be fooled by the fool's gold and and really verify that, you know, and and some of that is like Shauna said earlier, you said, you know, dip your toes in, you're just going to have to try a few of them, um, see what fits. But with Twitter, uh, I found that there's not a lot of contractor activity there. And so for contractors, um, but Will, would there be, you know, and I, I'm not, you know, so if I was a contractor, then my next, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a contractor now. So for me to be over there, not really talking to a lot of contractors doesn't make sense to expend a lot of energy. If I was a contractor and I knew that, you know, if I'm in Silicon Valley and I knew that a lot of my clients are on there, potential clients, I should say, then it might be worth, you know, having conversations with them. And then one, you know, and I'll just say also on top of that, and then I'll, um, is with, like with Instagram and some of these platforms, it's contractors talking to contractors, which is fun. It's social, but is the amount of, uh, energy you're expending for that, getting you any more work? Um, you might be learning from your peers, which is great, but you know, these are all things. And I love that this is the philosophy, this is kind of the philosophy you're talking about, Shauna, because this is exactly what I wanted to talk about today too, is more of yeah. the overall picture and,
1: yeah, and is it okay to is it okay not to be good at one thing?
0: Sure, right. right. Yeah, sure. yeah.
1: Not good at TikTok. Yeah, who cares? There's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. Um, what else is next? Clubhouse. There's there's always there's always these platforms that are being because there's a there's an inherent drive for programmers mm-hmm. and and these tech companies to connect to people like and develop these systems. These are information systems. We're human humans, right? We got to yeah. communicate. It's a, it's, it's a drive. Mm-hmm. We have a drive to communicate in, in develop these tools. So I think there's always something coming up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there you may not, um, you know, you may not be good at Twitter, you know, but, but then again, what's the harm in just being on it? and just kind of still, you know, kind of checking it out. You know, you never know when it might become useful. You find that opportunity where, Oh my gosh, I didn't know my customer was here in this group. I can go to that group now and see what happens there. Right. Mm. So where, that's it. Where's the customer, Mm -hmm. um, on that business level, where, where are your peers where you can learn from on Mm. that level? I mean, it could be, it doesn't have to all necessarily be business related, and it doesn't all have to be just personal. Yeah. Because they develop these systems for that. Both, you know, you're sure. doing both. Sure. And like and should and be doing both. Like, yeah. Oh, do so you have to separate your personal life from your work life? Why?
0: No, don't. Don't Why? even try.
1: Why? The more you try, the harder your head hurts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: you know, I. And you know, I'll, and that leads into work-life balance too. Nice. Yes, work-life balance. So you can log out of these apps right? and get off what you say, get off the grid, cut the cord for, I did, I was off. You know, I mean, now I'm, I'm, I'm active everywhere on all platforms because it's part of my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a time, you know, in my career where I didn't have to manage social media. Mm-hmm. What a breath of fresh air. (laughs) (laughs) You know, to a certain extent. Sure. Um, And to get some clarity. uh, So 2006 to 2016, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, 10 years. I watched Facebook. I wasn't on MySpace. That was, I was in message boards.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, like your John Bridge forum. Sure. Okay. I was... Actually, you know, years prior to that in the open source programming community, mm. learning how to develop those boards.
0: Are you just as a side note, quick out of personal curiosity, are you still in open source communities like that?
1: You know, not so much now yeah, because, yeah. um, you know, at some point you grow up and you get that job where here's the tools that we use, right? Right, so you have no need to develop your own tools, right? Mm. Um, I was. De- Early on, I developed websites using Notepad.exe, just typing code.
0: Wow! Yeah. And
1: then here you start a job. Here, look. Here's Dreamweaver. Mm-hmm. Develop on that now, right? Oh my gosh, this is you know, I was not developing soft like you know software programs. I was developing web applications. Yeah. So there's a diff the difference, um, but. There were folks developing web, you know, softwares that would help my coding job, mm-hmm. right? So that I could develop those web applications. Oh, Dreamweaver! I don't have, I don't have to code. I don't have like I could just like it, it's like autocorrect. You just start typing your line right. of code and then it kind of finishes it wow. for you. Like wow. it, it got faster, right? Because right. you're to, you're you needed to have so many lines of code mm-hmm. per day, right? -hmm. Um and it has to work can't have bugs in it oh Mm -hmm. man if you get a bug it's like a semicolon
0: I bet somewhere (laughs) hiding
1: in your in your lines of code yeah and you could rack your brain for hours trying to find it Mm -hmm. um now there's a software that'll help you debug sure Sure. so as I grew up and this is where the path starts getting windy and ups and downs and around the um the tools were developed. So you, you learn new tricks along the way and find where your skills where your skills are needed too. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it beneficial to have a lot of skills in the field of information systems because it's so broad, the more it's like collecting skills. Yeah. Look how many skill badges I have. Yeah. Right? Those skills are you can monetize your skill. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know softwares, if you know, you know just technology right yeah, yeah um as a contractor you want to learn as many skills as you can to you know broaden your market yeah um yeah what Wait. were we talking like i know no, we're I, getting on a tangent. I, I apologize this is, this is I, philosophy right I
0: I, yeah no 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 <laughs> yeah let's talk uh get back to the philosophy and kind of you know i and I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about TikTok a little bit because right now, you know, at the time of recording this, it's, it's very popular. Um, people are, you know, wondering if they've missed the boat or, you know, they're hearing success stories of, you know, millions of followers overnight and all this kind of crazy stuff. So what can you tell us about TikTok? Is this a good spot to be jumping in as a contractor business? Um, what, what's your opinion on this?
1: Um, so TikTok, I it it probably feels like it came on scene all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I think um when you look back, when you look into just the organizational aspect from a business perspective at TikTok where it came from, there was an app that it um an app prior to that. Uh, I think it was and I I've That was news to me. Yeah. I think I may have seen it in, you know, referenced or mentioned musical.ly, musically.
0: Oh, sure. I I remember this. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Kind
1: of like similar to Vine. Mm. And then, you know, so as, you know, we talked yesterday about this, you know, how these things evolve. They're always evolving. Facebook has evolved since Mm. 2006 to now. It's a completely... Mind blow, it's D- a different app, and there's more coming to it, yeah, right? And yeah. now they have Instagram. And now, so, should you be looking at TikTok um, as a tool, another tool? Yes. And how I know this is because Facebook and Instagram are looking at TikTok. Like, Facebook was looking at Instagram, like, mm, mm-hmm. They're getting a lot of traffic. They're getting some traffic here, right? So what does Facebook do? Okay, oh, we buy it. Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So TikTok bought Musical.ly. Boop. Mm-hmm. And they became – so those two, the software took the best of um, – how, how they mushed it together. Yeah. These two softwares are just kind of crammed them together. What was the best out of each one of them separately – and that's how TikTok is TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Uh, should you be looking at it? Yes. Um, should you be looking at it from purely a business tool? Again, I think these apps are developed for social. Mm-hmm. like, And they're not going to let you separate work from personal. Because... I mean this is philosophy too, but if your work life and your personal life is on these apps, you know, where's that third they all, you always hear about this third place. If you're not at home, you're not at work, where are you? Right. <laughs> I'm out in nature, unplugged from work and and personal life. Yeah. yeah. Personal lives are now mostly shifted to these apps.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, unless you get together with friends, which is healthy, I think you gotta have that human, you know. Um, so, are they? Is it going to? They're not going away. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna change and they're gonna meld, and one company's gonna buy another one. A new software's gonna come out, you know. Oculus with Facebook. I, I there was that interview I with um, Zuckerberg. I, it was like I caught it on LinkedIn. Okay, I happened to be on LinkedIn at the time, and you're like, ah. Oh. Gary Vee is live with Zuckerberg. Whoa, what?
0: Right. That'll make you stop.
1: (laughs) Here's more grassroots kind of a interview,
0: Uh
1: you know, watching Zuck in front of Congress where he looks like a totally different person. This, this is relaxed. Zuckerberg head of this huge media company. Um, And he's talking about the future of social media and it's mind boggling actually, you know, this is, how swift things will change. You know, AR, VR, um, and I think looking at it from the perspective of an experience
2: Uh
1: um, is important going forward. So as a contractor, when you say... Should I invest some time into TikTok and see where it goes? Sure, why not? What's, yeah. the, what's the harm in playing around with it? You can always shut it down, log out, go away, come back later. It's still going to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Or, and if it's not there when you come back, there's there'll be another something else you can log into and use.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is interesting. Uh, you, you gave us some valuable um, wisdom there where you said, look at who's interested in it. And if Facebook is interested in investing or at least keeping an eye on TikTok, right? That tells you right there the popularity and kind of the direction. And you can also do it just by opening up your app store inside your phone and looking at the top six apps, which is something Gary V taught me a long time ago, is just keep an eye on those top six apps. And if you're really wanting to be in tune you would do it daily or at least weekly to see how they're going, coming up and down and, and kind of that's fun to do um, yeah for for people like me and Sean it's fun anyway right <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. well you know and this is it it's that analytical mind yeah and then the creative mind and I think now when when the internet you know you remember okay so I'm I've downloaded a book on audible mm-hmm Okay, and it, it's called In the Shallows or Into the Shallows. I forget the author now. Okay, send I me, it, send me my, it
0: later, please.
1: Yeah, I'll send you a link. And it's it's basically um, and it's a it's a book that's it's a philosophy, right? It's not a fact. It's not true, fault, whatever. It's it's an experience in you know a person. Let's say they're a boomer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm Gen Z or Gen X. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're probably Gen X or Gen. I'm Gen X. X.
0: I'm right. Yeah. I'm right okay. on that. Yeah.
1: Um, and so this is written from a, 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 maybe a boomer perspective, mm-hmm. like one of those younger boomers. Sure. Um, I can't remember the the author's name. Anyway, um, and the premise of the book is that technology changes our behavior and our habits. Mm -hmm. It's true. And so he, you know, and I'm only in the third chapter of it. And honestly, I would rather, I'm considering ordering the book like paperback. Oh, sure. Because I can't get through an audio book to save my life. yeah it's just not a touch point that I've been able to figure out how to fit it into my, my day, my week, my month, my year. Yeah. I can't like it's, I, I grew up on the books and the convenience of just being able to flip. So I'm, so I find myself repeating the chapter. Okay. Because, and it could be because I'm listening to it at the wrong time. I don't have that window to listen to a book. Um, as compared to taking the time to sit down, you know, on a weekend or something, and just, you know, crush a book yeah. in a weekend, yeah. laying on the couch, and just like that's probably a better use of my time than trying to listen to an audio book. At any rate, I've I've gotten the, into the third chapter, and I've listened to each of these chapters a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, <laughs> right. And he talks about technology as a change. He's an author. Mm-hmm. He talks about technology. You're you you have a typewriter, right? That was technology Mm -hmm. before the ink, you know, the ballpoint pen or the inkwell, right? With the feather quill.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: So look for example, say our forefathers, you know, they had by candlelight, they're writing the declaration of independence with a with a quill. Yeah. And they have to do it by candlelight.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, now fast forward, we're using word processors and what's our behavior now? Yeah. Right. So he he kind of takes examples and shows how our behaviors change. And it's not necessarily that the technology is evil or good. You know, it's just it's a tool It's there. Yeah, it's there. And if 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 you're becoming efficient, it, what your goal, you know, this tool is giving you that efficiency to meet your goal. You're going to use it and your behavior changes from what you used to use. Yeah. So we're all doing this a lot more.
0: Yeah. Right
1: no, This. Yeah, this
0: kind of brings yeah. brings up too, and I, I I wanted to touch on it too, and I know I know you're interested in touching up like the mental health aspect of social media and and all this stuff we've been talking about, and and you said if 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 it's efficient, right? And I think that's that's why we bought into all this a lot of technology is because it is efficient, right? I mean, the, 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 Mm -hmm. the quill was more efficient than what they had before. And, but then at the same time you need to almost, um, you know, really watch yourself to make sure that it didn't go, it didn't go the complete opposite way and, and make you you ignore your actual
1: efficient. It's something because now you're focused Uh here. uh Uh-huh.
0: So what? Right? What and that, tips? And, can, and that boils down yeah.
1: to this: like mm-hmm. that's the big debate right now. Are we doing too much of this? You see jokes about this all the time. Sure, you know you can scroll up on memes that are joking about scrolling up on memes. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. um, it, the mental health part of it, and I'm sure we all have. And it's good to talk about this now mm. around the holidays.
0: Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Let's just say in my household, as as much as I'm a, an enthusiast of technology and these social platforms, um, my husband is not. Mm-hmm. So there's that you know kind of like we have these debates quite a quite a bit. Like, is it healthy? Is it this? Is it you know? And and we can draw on experience with friends because we've he's not um, he doesn't he's not on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He chooses different platforms, right? And sure. like I said, that's okay, right? People are going to, people will choose where, you know, the value, but they're still on them.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Right? So you're not completely off. You're just, now it's, you don't like a specific platform for a specific reason. Uh-huh. Facebook gets a lot of, uh, they're, you know, we know Facebook's kind of got the, you know, they're watching Facebook and we're, Kind of peeling away the layers of Facebook to, to understand if it's good or bad for us, our mental health, right? And going back to where I went off Facebook in 2016, I and I was it was like two years. I was you know I was still on Instagram. Yeah, I just wasn't on Facebook, you know, and I kind of like checked out Twitter a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and then was like look Snapchat. I was like looking at other platforms to kind of see. And who's on them, right? Yeah. What age groups are on them? Yeah. Um, Facebook get, is uh, there's a lot of focus because it's the big one. Mm-hmm. And is it good? Is it bad? Of course. There's you know over. There's debates about the algorithms serving up bad content intentionally. Just mm-hmm. you know, and you now have a whistleblower in Congress testifying in Congress. Uh, or a deposition, right? Well, we know it was Zuckerberg was in Congress testifying. Um, so, in figuring out, like, looking for the boogeyman, I think on social media, because social media has really brought to the forefront that not all of us are okay. Mm. Um, and I think when when you think about your personal experience in your group of friends, that your personal friends. Um, you can tell that people aren't okay Mm. just as you could, if they were maybe coming to visit, go to dinner or whatever there, there's a little, and and it's probably more apparent on social media because there's no boundary for communication. Um, people back in like the message board days Mm. where message boards were frequently trafficked, not so much anymore. And I can't think of a message board that I'm active on Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, That's old technology. Yeah. Right. Um, There was people are a little more free to, to overshare maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you can tell people aren't okay. For example, I have a um, friend recently who took his own life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I know we're, we're talking mental health and I don't want to delve too deep into what causes this and that, you know, and what the, you know, what the Psych, you know, the psychiatrists are saying this, labeling that, and you know, but there's a lot of name calling out on the internet, a lot of bullying on the internet, Mm. Um, a lot of people are oversharing, a lot of people, you know, because it's it's this mode of communications, you're going to get this. Yeah, Um, people are doing it in message boards, except you didn't have a you didn't have a photo to go with it, or some video content, or this daily barrage of everyone's inner thoughts and feelings coming out. Yeah. Um, and some people just uh, and I'm not sure that my friend was uh, i think he was a little bit more mature to understand social media's ills and things like that. he was um, but even so, uh there were you know y- you kind of you kind of could feel or sense something's not quite right um, and and I think the debate now is is social media? augmenting those mental health issues? Is it causing people? Um, in young people, there's a concern that narcissism Mm
2: -hmm.
1: is becoming an issue. Um, and I don't, I, you know, I, I'm not a doctor sure, and I'm not going to label somebody no no with such a term right because now that's kind of like name call like that's weaponized mental health disorders Mm. right so you're um if you're not a doctor don't diagnose someone but you can kill you can feel like we're human beings we understand each other we understand like we have some inherent understanding of our own mental health maybe and some of us are maybe more clueless um but there's there's a large group of human beings that are able to tell
0: yeah something's wrong sure sure
1: um and is social media causing causing it is social media making it worse it depends on the person i think not everybody um knows how to use the internet effectively Or if they do know how to use it effectively, are they using it for the good reasons or, you know, what kind of content are they putting out? Um, So, um, and whose responsibility is it to make sure everyone's mental health is okay? Is it the platform's responsibility? Um, Any kind of internet group that I've ever been on has been chaos to moderate and manage because everyone has their own minds. There's no... There's no rule you can set up that's gonna make someone, you know, know how to behave on the internet. <laughs>
0: right. No, no, I mean, we. There, yeah, there's too many personalities, there's too many, you know, cultures yeah, is it, worldwide, you know. Yeah, is it,
1: is it, are there bullies making it worse? And people are, you know, is it like, what is it all about, right? And I think it's healthy to take a step back. Mm and remember that it's a tool also remember there's real people on the other end of that tool sure that yeah. you're communicating with and you don't you don't know what they're going through mm-hmm. uh you don't know the full story you're just getting slices and you know and also kind of what they want to put out there too yeah right yeah. um put up that good face yeah um and if you don't have you know it's some people shouldn't be on the internet
0: yeah, it, and that's kind of what it boils down to, Shauna. In my opinion, is mm-hmm. if 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 you're finding that the internet or social media is negatively impacting your your life, um, maybe maybe you've heard something from family or friends, or you know, you you're at a family gathering and you're on your phone, and and it makes you wonder. You know, maybe it is a time to take a break or really, you know, start to regulate yourself. Um, to their credit, some of these phones have come out with, you know, showing you how much time you're on different apps and so that could be a tool to use. Right. And
1: I, I so shut them down at certain times. The screen Sure. The screen the light of the screen goes down yeah. at a certain time or you can set your Wi-Fi and set, up to, settings to shut yeah. down at a certain time, come on at a certain time. Yeah.
0: No, there's um, all kinds of tools to use and it You know, to be frank, whether it's a a physical newspaper, a book, you know, a hobby, fishing, we can take it too far. And we will take it too far, (laughs) right, as humans.
1: Well, if you're fishing too much and you're not working, I mean, unless you're a fishmonger, then, yeah. 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 You still have to pay the bills. You have to remember that,
0: right? But I remember, you know, I remember uncles and stuff. Who would order, you know, four of the biggest newspapers, you know, the the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the San Francisco Chronicle, maybe Washington Post. And they would and sit there for spend- th- four or five hours on, you know, two or three times a week or an hour a morning. And, you know, it was the same issue. That's
1: different. That was
0: paper. Oh, is that what it was?
1: <laughs> that was paper.
0: So the issues whole long, yeah, yeah, whole
1: different thing. Yeah, you yeah, can't It's physical. Yeah. Compare the two. No, yeah, that's the thing, right? And who? Which is the technology? Is it better or worse than it used to be? The television came out, uh-huh. and it's. I remember being told it's the like if you go to school. Um, hey, hey, Johnny Sue did you get your homework done? No, I was watching Happy Days. I didn't get my homework done. Oh, well, that's a stupid idiot box. Stop yeah. watching the idiot box.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, it's kind of similar. Even though the tools change or behaviors change, habits change, it's no better or no worse, I don't think. Unless, you know, you're the uncle that reads the newspaper for five hours a day and you're, you're not made of money or, you you know, you have things to do that, you know, you should be doing something else instead of um, thing. We call it doom scrolling mm. in my house. Um, you can get into a mode where, and maybe it's, maybe it's you're just, you need to relax anyway or something. You get into a mode where you just scroll yeah. and you're kind of like, even, even kind of like thinking about something else, right? You're thinking about, but you're just kind of scroll. It's just that, um, we call that doom scrolling, where you're not really paying attention to what's going on the screen as you're scrolling. Yeah, and your head might be elsewhere, mm. right? But as you're thinking, you're you're still kind of mm, you're still moving. Maybe that's inherent. We always have to be moving, doing something too. Mm. Mm. Like there's always this uh, in society, kind of places that goal on you to always be doing something. Yeah, you know, yeah. be industrious. Mm. Right. Or maybe it's just the German hustle hard. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Yeah. Always be doing, don't waste your time. Yeah. Right. Never waste time. Yeah. But when do you give yourself time to think mm. when you're always busy doing something, multitasking, are you giving yourself time? Are you getting, you giving yourself time to think, even if you're scrolling,
0: Yeah.
1: probably not a good idea. You, it's okay to just sit there in a chair
0: yeah. And think. Yeah, let your brain process the information. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you
1: doing? I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. When when you know, I'm thinking. Is that okay if I just sit and think for a little bit, unplug, sit and think?
0: I've made some incredible breakthroughs in my business and life just sitting and thinking or even just playing with my daughter in the pool or going on a walk. You know, when I when I'm in this office now for much more many more hours than I would prefer to admit, um, and I'm stumped. If I go on a walk, oftentimes and just let you know let it all go and that's when it becomes clear you know my brain is processing it's a computer you know it really is and it needs time to process and if and sleeping isn't enough you know sleeping is sleeping that's something different but being awake and meditating or processing or just going on a walk without having a phone and that's really hard for me to do too because i've gotten in that mindset where i always want to be listening to a book a podcast or, you know, a YouTube thing. Um, and again, you know, personal business, uh and and fun, you know, it's coming right. at you from all. So yeah, I, I think that's the key is, you know, if you're Being if you're someone interested. yeah, if you're someone who finds yourself not feeling great after, you know, a six hour session on Facebook on the weekend, you know, it's, it's, time, <laughs> it's time for some self regulation, right? <laughs>
1: Six hours just waiting for something new to pop up, yeah, right?
0: Yeah,
1: I mean that's yeah. You got to get out, yeah. Something,
0: and it's all it's it's. I've been there. Well, you, it's, you know it's what you tra- do? Yeah, it,
1: it, it's like res- it's like resetting your brain, giving your brain something. Yeah, you know, uh, kind of like changing your scene a little bit. And it, when I do this, okay. I'll sit, okay, I'll recognize, okay, you know what? There's just, it's all this, right? And as you get older, too, you can't, like, I'll just tell you, short-term memory issues, like, you're dealing with all the physiological stuff Mm. in addition to the technological stuff. right? Um, And so um, could you doom scroll while you're on the treadmill? Sure. Maybe start combining some activities that, you know, you can get it done say just six hours on Facebook on the weekend. Like mm-hmm. you should be, again, you should be more industrial. You should be doing this. So you could put activities together, yeah. you know, optimize. Maybe we all just need to figure out how to optimize all mm-hmm. of this. Um, if you're, if you're spending six hours kind of combing through Facebook on a weekend, I'd say you're, you know, depending on the weather, you should be out.
0: <laughs> yeah, depending on the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Should be out doing,
1: should be out doing something, but hey, I mean, maybe you're, you need six hours to catch up. I mean, if it's, that one day you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You got all caught up, got all your Facebooking in and six hours on Monday and Saturday. Yeah and then you can go back to life and kind of Five like days that's off, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that I might think work. That's
1: reasonable. That
0: might work. Yeah. That might work. You know, it's um, funny too that you bring that up. The 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 longer I go off of Facebook, like sometimes I'll take, you know, six hours off, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes I'll take a couple days off. I come back yeah. in and I'm actually pleasantly surprised at how few notifications I have. It's almost like, you know, if I'm, right. if I check it throughout the day, then it's like every time there's you 10 notifications. Feel, you always
1: feel more, almost like you're causing the, and that's the more you put out, the more you get back.
0: Too. Yes. Yes.
1: So yeah. managing, I mean, and from a mental health perspective, if your mental health is, ba- you, know, you you could say maybe you could argue it's based on your relationships with other people. They aren't going well. Whatever, you're down on yourself. Not enough self-love. Not enough. You know, something's missing. There's a hole, right? Yeah. And you got to fill that hole with something. Um, it, you know, social media. If 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 you're upset, like, don't maybe don't go looking for a fight on Facebook, mm-hmm. where you start getting that negative. What you put out, you get back. So, if what you're getting back isn't fantastic, mm-hmm. right? It's causing more, you know, causing you to like be preoccupied with what's going on in social platforms as compared to your personal life. Take a step back. Mm-hmm. Like, does it matter? And am I putting it out there and getting this back because of what yeah. I'm putting out? Yeah. You can always change that messaging too. Mm. Um, if you're getting negative, if you're surrounded by negative people, you know that meme is like, before you diagnose yourself as being manic depressive, make sure you're not surrounded by a bunch of people. Right? Right? right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
1: part of it too. Are you, mm-hmm. where's your crowd? Are they positive? Or, you know, no, it's you have to look point. at all that. You evaluate. And I think, I think letting people evaluate social media for themselves is important. And I also think, if there is a clear danger of social, it, like if anything companies are doing to cause people, to coerce people, to, to cause a mental health crisis or issue or whatever, then they should be held accountable for that. Yeah, um, Because it's a tool and you can put it out there um, and let people use it for what it is, but we know people get out of control if there's yeah. no rules, uh, guidelines or whatever. So you, you have good guidelines, you know. But if you're doing anything to cause this, and then saying, "Oh, these are the guidelines," you got, you know, and that might become clearer, you know, in the next year as we kind of look at, well, as say, as Congress looks at it, because
2: mm.
1: we know we know our government is looking at our social platforms, right? Yeah, yeah. And the and when I don't want to get because guess what? It's it's a going back to what Facebook was in the EDU days, it was a collaboration platform for college students.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And now it's it's a big look at TikTok. Um, how they can the just the power in motivating people to an action.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and I know recently we saw a TikTok episode of, you know, we'll call it reality tv on tiktok sure we're watching this we're not participating in it but we're seeing it happen Mm. live in Mm. front of us and we can access it um you saw the power of motivating large groups of people yeah yeah and i think that's ultimately what's kind of the scary part of it Mm. on the level of governing Mm. a country in in large groups of people um
0: no, it's, it's something to think about for sure. And I'll tell you what, that's a conversation for another time. Um, this has been yeah, a yeah. great conversation, Shauna. I've been, I just realized the time here, uh, Oh, I know. I've know. i been into okay. it uh, and, and I appreciate, you know, not just the, the knowledge that you shared from a marketing yeah. specialist, you know, side of things, but also your personal, uh, some of your personal life that you shared. And this has been a great fun conversation. I know my audience is going to love this. So appreciate your time today.
1: Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Luke. Yep. Yeah, um, back to social media we go. All right.
0: right. <laughs> well, we're, 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 we're making it. We're making it happen here with this podcast.
1: Yep. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, listen, Tile friends, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Uh, if you want to stay in touch with all things Tile Money, please subscribe to our newsletter. You can do that on TileMoney.com or the link in the show notes. I will put a link in the show notes to the book um, into the shadows that Shauna is recommending yep. as well as the Gary V and uh, Zuckerberg conversation, which I think is a really interesting conversation as well. So I'll put link to both those things. Um, tile friends, stay happy, stay positive. Happy holidays. Happy and, holidays. And please stay profitable out there, Tile friends. Talk to you next week.